Oh, yeah. There we go. Entertainment, entertainment. The entertaining podcast about entertainment with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Caitlin McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. This is Depeche Mode because we're doing an all music episode. This all... is, yes, on the night of the 2023 VMAs. Yes. We are honoring music. Yes, we are. Here at Entertainment Entertainment. We're starting off with some, you know it, come on. Break the sun. I mean, had to let it get to the lyrics. Very, very good move, Dustin. All you goths out there are excited for some Depeche Mode talk. I know I am. Yeah, you are. I, I uh, you know, as it's well known, I did not know Depeche Mode before I met Caitlin. She, <laughs> and all of my knowledge of Depeche Mode is through you. And they're pretty good. And I like some of their songs. <laughs> I love your, uh, they're all right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And hey, these guys, not bad. Uh, yeah, I could take them or leave them. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, there's way worse. You can do way worse than Depeche Mode. Speaking of. So we're covering Depeche Mode. We're really covering Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, everyone knows them. And the Postal Service. Yes, Death Cab. All of Ben Gibbard's musical endeavors. Thank you. Uh, I forgot his name was Ben Gibbard, and I forgot about the Postal Service. I will never forget it. He will never. (laughs) I I also forgot about the Postal Service until you (laughs) sent me this video, but I will never forget Ben Gibbard. Yes. Um, So uh, Death Cab for Cutie recently at a concert covered Depeche Mode's Enjoy the Silence, and I was kind of could not stop watching it. I was a little, I just thought it was completely like Death Cab, anything they cover, it can, even if it's the, you know, the goth synth classic Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode, if Death Cab gets its hands on it, it's immediately quirky nerdcore. Like yeah. immediately, it goes from like, you know, like uh, people, like Depeche Mode song, everyone's wearing some black, maybe some pleather, maybe layering some rosary beads. Now it's now it's Death Cab for Cutie. Everyone's really into 3D printers yeah. and Stranger Things. And <laughs> yes. it's a completely different vibe. Great call. Very 3D <laughs> printers and Stranger Things. All I ever wanted. Yes. All I ever needed. And that was like, all right, so cover is terrible. The cover is terrible, but it's in good. my opinion. It's good, terrible. I thought it okay. was because it's all so right. entertaining to just hear him go, Words like violence. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Break the silence. <laughs> and then come crashing in into my little world. Like he get like I don't know, it's like it's just like I was like, wow, this is such a different song. I can't even because he like it's like goes from Depeche mode, you know, this like angst, it's dark, everyone's probably like, you know, has some weird Catholic guilt. Like it's like Yeah, oh. no, he's very a lot of Catholic guilt coming from Ben Gibbard. Oh, really? I was talking about Depeche Mode. Oh, wow. Okay, well, the the (laughs) themes are there. Because I listened to uh, Follow You Through the Dark today. Okay. uh, By Ben Gibbard. And it is all Catholic guilt. Oh, okay. Okay, so maybe there is more of a connection than I'm seeing. I think there might be a little bit. Or, you know, maybe that's what's something that, you know, Ben Gibbard himself related to. Because he clearly writes into some of his music. Not that I'm the biggest Death Cab fan, but I... uh, You're way more Death Cab knowledgeable than me, I gotta say. I really only know... The only Death Cab song I think I, I... I think it's actually a postal service song, but it's um, it's from the Garden State soundtrack, and it's the one that's oh, like, okay. I tried my best to leave. <laughs> oh my god! It's all on your machine. Yeah, that's like their. I feel like that's like their big song. Yeah. I, it's just that's exactly what it is. I'm not. Don't even know the name of it. Yeah. Uh, I will say I was very stoned when I was listening to uh, "Follow You Into the Dark," and I almost cried. Wow. So as much as I'm shitting on Ben Gibbard. 
you got me. He got I you. almost cried at following, which was reality shattering. Wow. It's that- a reality shattering moment when you almost cry to uh, I will follow you to the dark. Is this, So this is his solo album? This was this was his no. This was a, a Death Cab album okay. that came out in like 2005. Okay, so it was like my senior year, my freshman year of high school. Okay, uh, very big, very popular music video. Love of mine, <laughs> I turn to Sanson High. Like that's why that's because there is a lot like, you're listening to it. And it's like how did emo music happen like how did this happen how did emo i spent a lot of my time about this topic just looking at google images of these guys yeah uh and it is a very confusing thing it's like how did this rise because i had friends who were like hardcore that's the only reason i really knew about it i had friends who were like hardcore death cab kids well emo i do think like it started with hardcore like that's where mm. like because I really like um, Husker Du, if you will. It's Ooh, like a, okay. like all these kind of like the like the '80s, like from post from punk to hardcore, and then I think hardcore music. That's when like kind of emotional lyrics started to come into play, okay. and then a lot of these bands after, like in the '90s, there was like early emo, it was like the Get Weezer Up Kids, like- Weezer a little bit, but it was all like it was kind of like post hardcore whatever like the get up kids when i was in high school it was the get up kids saves the day you know uh, saves the yeah, day yeah totally yeah so it did come out of like really really good music and then like anything you know it like comes from like like Husker do amazing but um, definitely like emotional rock i yeah. would say in like this angry boy way J- totally you know and then no and then it just evolves into I tried my best <laughs> to leave. And you know what? I'm thankful for it. I think emo is fun as hell. And there's some, like, Jimmy Eat World. Like, there's some good emo. There is some good emo. Lead American, when that album came out, like, I was on, I, I ran Winter Track, and I ran my fastest uh, 800 after wow. listening to Bleed American for the first time. So it got to me. Listen okay? to that. The yeah. blood was pumping through your veins yeah. as you got around that track. It just takes some time. And I'm <laughs> yeah. off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, know. yeah, you know, at that age, we really are the middle. <laughs> so uh, I, I understand how you related. Thank you. Um, getting back to the cover of yes. Death. Getting back to the Death Cab's cover of uh, Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. I also, uh, while I was watching it, I was like, I think I can take eight seconds of just watching these guys step back and forth uh, on stage. It's yeah. worse than like the the hardcore stomp. That, yeah, like the hardcore bassist stomp that they do. I'll take the hardcore bassist stomp over the like the step. Back and forth doing it, like this. It's a bob. It's an instrument bob. It's an instrument bob. Yeah, it's really, really bad. Jensen told me. Yeah. Jensen told me. Words like violence. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we are going to be dueling imitations of Death Cab this entire uh, this segment. of Because uh, it's just really fun to imitate the way I'm he's... Ben Gibbard. <laughs> yeah. I have long hair. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing. It's like listening to um, Death Cab cover like a goth synth band... I'm like, I want them to go further and cover, like, Nine Inch Nails and just Ooh. be like, I want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. I want to feel you from the inside. I think we need a Ben Gibbard <laughs> covering Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. That would be much better than Depeche Mode. Come on. Because Depeche Mode, I, I, I feel like, you know, with this song specifically, again, 
I didn't have much of an opinion on Depeche Mode mm. before I met her. I, I'm not a Depeche Mode fan. Do I mm. like them? Yes. But I do feel like they pull this song off a lot better. Uh, oh, it's so good. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I love Depeche Mode. I discovered them in, in college, and I felt like I was discovering something about myself. Wow. Okay? Like, look at this. I've seen them live, I think, three times, and um, I publicly defended them. I got into a fight with a DJ once. Got into a fight with yeah, a DJ. Yeah, because he gave me a flyer for um, a cover band. He was in a Morrissey cover band, wow. and, and he gave me a flyer. And um, I dropped it as I was dancing, and then he came up to me and started yelling at me because wow. I and I was like, "Whatever, I don't even like Morrissey." I'm like, "Depeche Mode is way better," and we were fighting. And I'm not proud of it, but I guess I am because I'm talking about it. But I was just very into Depeche Mode. That's what I'm saying. Now, very into Depeche Mode in college. I, I think you know nothing but respect you know? for standing up. No, it's, fighting for what was right against the DJ with the with the flyer. I mean, yeah, you know, you're in your 20s and you're at 80s night and you fight you defend Depeche Mode. That's what you do. <laughs> um in the early 2000s. Um but so yeah, I I'm, I'm very t- very my, attached my defense to defense in my early 20s defense was Mark Henry at Survivor Series. Uh Survivor Series 2000. Were we talking wrestling? And 11. We're talking about wrestling okay. WWE Survivor Series 2011. Not my proudest moment, but I was wasted at the Barclays Center in the bathroom and someone was like shitting on my guy mark henry and i was like nah mark henry's the man wow mark henry's the man i was wearing an eli manning jersey tucked into jeans don't mess with justin don't mess with 20 year old justin yeah yeah i was 20 years old pack, 20 years old 21 so I was drinking legally so i was 21 yeah. packing that jersey into some denim packing that jersey into yeah. some denim my chinese knockoff eli manning jersey that had air bubbles in the numbers uh, that I got for like $30. Badass. Badass. Got there at Survivor <laughs> Series. Had the night of my life. <laughs> Yelled at a guy in the Barclays uh, bathroom and no one reacted. There you go. And epic. no one reacted. Epic. Epic. Yeah. An epic night. Yeah. From my early 20s. You fought with DJs. I fought with guys in the Barclays Center bathroom. We're, we're and I think we were me, both, yeah. both... I was a virgin at the time. I think we were both virgins at the time. We were I, having yeah. these fights. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Just out there, yeah. virgins, fighting for what we believe in, you know? Fighting for the art that we love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really what was going on there. Depeche Mode and wrestling. Depeche Mode and wrestling. Have <laughs> yeah. you specifically Mark Henry? Did you see the House of Pain? <laughs> yeah. Did you see his salmon suit promo? Come on. Against John Cena. You can't get enough of Mark Henry. He's the best. There's a light that will never go out I'll, i mean that's fine but have you heard policy of truth okay <laughs> all right anyway uh we're not making any sense let's keep going no that was me um, i got that completely off the rails not at all that. um but it, okay so then i'm thinking i really like what other songs has death cab covered hmm. are you i'm about to blow your mind Do you know what they covered i i'm ready waterfalls by tlc of course they did yeah oh yeah. my god yeah and it's on like an ep or something i don't know it's on some album they did was, and um wow when did they do this was this like kind of pre them blowing up or like you know i didn't i wasn't that mm. thorough i was just kind of like listening to this on a break from work and oh my god it's pretty interesting um they make it sound like a christmas carol at times i would say it kind of sounds like a christmas carol wow okay. like there's a lot of at one point I feel like there's a lot of bells going on in the instrumental. They make it, like, very kind of pretentiously instrumental. Okay. And then um, also, like, dreamy, you know? Like, like, but, you know, like, because I remember Don't, Don't Go wow. Chasing Waterfalls. It has, like, a lot of social commentary in it, you know, about, like, AIDS. When that video came out, it was, mm. like, it was, like, I think during the AIDS crisis. And there was, um... Yeah, and like well, don't go chasing waterfalls. That was the '90s. That was like late '90s. Sorry, yeah, but still AIDS in the '90s. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, it was still a thing. But okay. I, rem- I remember the video was like very explicitly. They did a scene with like 
these two people have sex and then one of them gets AIDS or something like that. And it was like very like striking as a kid to watch it. Oh yeah. And I think think it's at the part of the song in the video when um, they sing another body laying cold in the gutter, you know, and it's like very poignant. But then when Death Cab does it again, it's just like cute, you know, quirky nerdcore, just like another body laying (laughs) cold in the gutter. Listen to me. (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's wild. And then at another point. Can you believe the Reagan? didn't do anything yeah just like might as well be yeah like some just the commentary falls right through it just does not work and at one point ben gibbard sounds like lana del rey yeah and in this in the don't go chasing waterfalls cover he's like um but all that he can say is baby it's good for me like he whispers things it's it's pretty wild apparently and apparently this came out in 2020 so he did this recently Okay. This was... I should have done my due diligence. Um, yeah, so recent Death Cab. Death Cab, they're just yeah. covering everything. Just covering everything. This yeah. is, you know, you're not Ben Folds. Uh, yeah, I feel like that was no. a very Ben Folds thing of doing like, uh, uh, God, what was the Dr. Dre song he did? I don't um, know. Still... Bitches Ain't Shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the era where just like white pop well, stars were covering like very yeah, white, specific rap. White emo boys doing, yeah. yeah, doing like ironically doing rap and turning it into a like a sad like Man, I ballad. Loved, I don't care. I loved rocking the suburbs. I love that. I album. loved rocking the suburbs yeah. too. You know, Ben Folds was big yeah. in, when, in the 2000s. Huge. And yeah. you know what? I will say it was deserved. I'm rocking the suburbs. Yeah. Rocking the suburbs was gigantic. <laughs> was, what a moment yeah. of time. Another, you know, I feel like Trump warning sign I of this is where we're headed yeah people who used to listen to ben folds are probably now hard centrists i would think maybe not trump supporters but not the most progressive people you wonder (laughs) yeah you wonder where the ben folds fans have landed yeah um, uh, in life in general but anyway oh my god i just deleted oh no okay sorry i thought i just deleted all my notes that i took for this Uh podcast which would have been fine because they're really not that profound but (laughs) anyway um yeah, so that was my discovery that uh, Death Cab is is covering everything from Depeche Mode to TLC in their late career. You yeah, know? well, you know, I hope that they're making money. That's oh, really, yeah. you know, I hope that their tour is a success. I, I, I you know, it if looked like it. It, it looked like it. Yeah, crowd. It was it was a stadium. It was packed. I'm sure. I'm sure there are plenty of Death Cab fans that yeah. are like hardcore into whatever this tour he's doing. Yeah, uh, he's doing Death Cab Postal Service, so it's like he's doing because there are his two bands. So I guess that's the tour. Yeah. Um, Do you know? Remember when he was married to Zoe Deschanel? Yes. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that yeah, was like. They her, were like an early indie couple. Kind of. yeah, yeah. And she was all into like her retro. Him. Retro singing nonstop. You know. <laughs> My God. Yeah. It's like he's quirky nerdcore and she's like retrocore. You know? I saw. I saw a face again. <laughs> she's like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If she covered. If she covered uh, Depeche Mode. It would just be like. Words, I can't do it. I don't even know. Just be like words like vi- I sing old timey words like violence. Who's the band? Who's the old like English band that did love Love will tear us apart again? Joy Kurtz. Division. If she she's just like love yeah. will tear us apart again. Yeah, I know. yeah it's like uh, yeah. M Ward. M Ward's like. You know, I he's never, like, never got into she and her. Never, really. I, I did, but I think I just kind of thought Zardy Chanel was hot. Yeah, time. that's so, that's fair. Uh, I was like 21, 22. Just love Can them. I be faulted? No, love those bangs, you know. <laughs> love those bangs yeah. on Zoe de Chanel. I sing old timey. That's <laughs> all I, every, everything she does. Love flapper yeah. hands. 
Yeah, she was. If, if any of you out there are two listeners, if you ever uh, check out Zoe Deschanel on the revamped celebrity dating game, it was like a COVID project. That's with, something that should still be going on. It, it was with Michael Bolton, and it was he was basically like he, Michael Bolton, <laughs> animatronic was, Michael Bolton yeah, <laughs> would come to life. They'd make him. He was completely comatose <laughs> during all the segments yeah. until he had to sing, and then it would just he would just turn it on, and it was like it sounded that. phenomenal. Yeah, it sounded great. I mean. He's a pro. He's a pro. Yeah. Love Michael Bolton. Shout out Michael Bolton. You are the best Michael Bolton. (laughs) Yeah. When a man loves a woman will live forever, I think. What a great, what a great, God, what a weird song. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a lot. I never really, that song always makes me uncomfortable if I'm honest. Yeah. When you say that sentence out loud, it's kind of jarring to say, you know, when a man loves a woman. I hope no. Yeah. Like, could you, I don't know. It's just, can't, can't everyone just like... Does love for men, is are, is love that hard for men? Like, it just seems like such an angst, you know? It's like, I just want that person to calm down a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's very, uh, you know, that's more emo than anything Ben Gibbard has done. Exactly, so, yeah, so Michael. So there you go. You know what? I've come back around. I love Ben Gibbard. And that's a cover. His, 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 um, When a Man Loves a Woman, oh. he, he didn't originate. So yeah, Michael wow. Bolton's cover of When a Man Loves a Woman is actually like the first emo The more song. you know. yeah. Yeah, I think it was like a Motown. Like yeah, like an old Motown song. I, I that think makes so. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. All right, so I don't know if I have much more to say about this death game. I think we did uh, it. I think I, we did I, it. I think we covered it. Yeah. Good for. I'm happy for everyone enjoying this moment. That's yeah. that's my final thought. I mean, Depeche Mode is still out there. I, I I tried to like go see them. I was like going to buy a ticket and go by myself, but it was way too expensive. Their tickets. I think we are tried. Expensive. It was like really expensive. I think. Yeah. We, yeah. I, I would love to see them again because Dave Gann, the, the the front guy, is like I think he's very underrated as far as a front man. Like he's he has a really good voice, he's, and he's a yeah. really good front man. He does like okay. Mick Jagger, um, Freddie Mercury moves he's mm. shirtless he's still ripped wow. he wears the he wears the pleather um and then and then martin gore is amazing um so amazing i think i put this is i'm gonna overshare but um i think i put their song um somebody or on a mix for you when we oh, first started wow. yeah. dating and so yeah, yeah I did. it made me sob yeah <laughs> listening to it yeah it made me sob yeah it was well, like, like our first anniversary or something a little tmi there but um yeah so depeche mode we love you and i'm um, I'm happy that uh, you're getting some nerdcore attention. You know, it's good. Yeah, good for Depeche Mode. <laughs> yeah. And good for Ben Gibbard, who I think needed this. Sure. <laughs> uh, speaking of Stadium Rock. Yeah. Do we mention this was an all-music episode? All-music. Yeah. We're strap in. Yeah. Uh, we're checking in with the band, the new sensation, <laughs> Monoskin. Monoskin is, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it's, say their name. Um, Monoskin, that's what they called it. We were just watching the VMA red carpet and they called them Monoskin. So if if we get it wrong, come after the VMAs, not us. And uh, this, like, I feel like um, whenever I'm, uh, Justin works most nights, so I'm usually like home. And I like really stone and just like watch YouTube videos and like for some reason the YouTube algorithm always gives me ads for Monoskin like them touring and stuff like I, think I mean they, that makes me think they have like a Greta Gerwig style uh, uh, marketing budget oh behind yeah them. They're, like, they're definitely yeah. like industry I mean they're this huge a, they're right a, now they're a machine they're huge yeah but um so I'm like really stoned and there's a Monoskin ad and it just for some reason it makes me laugh so hard not the band but i think because the word monoskin to me it just sounds like it's 
it's a German for foreskin. I don't know. It's just like the word. <laughs> it does. The, uh, monoskin. Monoskin. To yeah. me, it just seems like it's the German word for foreskin. And then. Which and maybe then, it is. Maybe there is an Italian. Maybe this is like a sexual. Because they have like, they're like a sexual yeah. band, it seems. And and then the sound of their, their sound. So it's like I hear the word monoskin. And I'm like, okay, German foreskin. And then their sound. It, to me, I'm like, is that the band train going like really, really yeah. hard? Yeah. It, it sounds. Is. It's very mid two thousands alternative rock. Yeah, it just sounds like Maroon Five is going extra hard. Yes, and then you look at them and you're like, no, it's just a bunch of androgynous Italians. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, <laughs> there. I I was you know speaking. I was very stoned walking through the park listening to their song. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna come? Are you coming? Oh some, God! Are you come? Yeah. Whatever the thing is, and it's so funny. It's, it's so like funny. the funniest music. Uh, I mean, yeah, I wrote. Uh, Does it even matter that they're Italian? I don't well, even... Okay, maybe uh, the, it does. One of my favorite things about <clears throat> listening to their music is all the time the lead singer, when he when he's singing words that start with the T-H, like a them, they, he says it like with a D, so it's like, they. then come over, then come wow, over. Wow, good catch. I did not catch it's that. It's very okay. enjoyable. It's like um, that one song, what is it, Begging? It's like the begging, begging you know? Begging, yeah. I think um, it's, like, eh. it's like very, he's got a very yeah. raspy voice. Very um, daughtery. Esque. It's very Daughtry. Very Daughtry esque. Like, yeah, that was my original note on this. I deleted it, but now I'm bringing it back. No, it's very Daughtry. Their yeah. sound is so generic, but I really think their look is like, you know, it's androgynous. It's all about their look. And, their, and, yeah. and also, they're having like the, t- they actually are enjoying themselves. Like, I they're like having fun. They're You're, having yeah. fun with their music. I think that's why they're universally kind of, that's, that's what their appeal is, is that like they're having a great time out there. They're a and party. They're, yeah. And, and you know, and that does sell. Yeah, you know, when you're watching someone enjoying themselves, I, on the I kept trying. I want to get behind them, but I just think their music is terrible. But they're having a good time out there. You know, they're they, a fun group. They they are a fun group. <laughs> um, uh, I watched uh, one of their Eurovision, which is like that. So Eurovision, that's right. like the big uh, European like singing competition, right? So they yes. won this competition. I watched um, I watched that show, and they did a live performance of this their song Supermodel. Hmm. Um, and this God. is this is my new uh, uh, this is a conspiracy theory that I'm just going to spread. Go for it right now. Uh, the Illuminati is recycling mid 2000s music, and this is like a Jet B side. Supermodel mm. is actually a Jet song that has been wiped from all of our memory oh and has been given to Monoskin. God. In the same way, Morgan's Wade "Make You Fall in Love with Me" was originally a Natasha Bedingfield B side that never hit. Been wiped from my memory. I can't be convinced otherwise. That's my new conspiracy theory. I'm yes, with. that's amazing. So that's that's that. Um, I also wrote. I'm I'm not positive that they're better than Tom Sandoval in the most extras. I mentioned Tom Sandoval in the most extras too much here. Every podcast, I don't need we do to. It. Every no. podcast, I bring them up. I'm bringing them up again. Yeah, and I think that they are better. Than Monoskin. I mean, you're right. Sandoval is kind of the, the American lead singer of Monoskin. They both are ripped. Yeah. They, like Monoskin, you know, the, the one. Couple um, body guys. I'm sure Sandoval has a little bit of Italian in him, you know. He's He's got some dark features. Some so, Mediterranean yeah. in there. Yeah, there's some Mediterranean um, there. They're both into fashion, uh, you know. Yes, very, into, very fashionable. Um, there's a girl in the group. Girl in the group is there. Uh, maybe, sh- you know, I would say Monoskin is maybe a little more openly LGBTQ than Sandoval and the most extras are. 
I feel uh, like Sandoval, it's it's get the nail polish. There's rumors about him and Billy Lee. I feel like he, uh, he, he has a little bit of a... Very true. Yeah, it's not... It's, I take it back. Very true. It's, it's, but Monoskin is maybe more, uh, you know, it's it's more in the forefront of their Overtly, image. maybe. Yes, yeah, maybe yes, that's yes. what I'm going for. Of so. course. Yes, yes. But um, yeah, there is a similar vibe. And they both... I mean, we saw Tom Sandoval in the most extras. We're proud of it. They're both selling fun. They're both I think. selling fun. Exactly. I think they're both selling fun. Exactly. So. Yeah. I know. Maniskin, I really want to like their music. I even listened to, because I was like trying to get every 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 song I listened to. I listened to the Supermodel one, the begging, and it's just a lot. It's like it's a much. lot. So I was like, well, maybe they have a good ballad, you know, because I feel like some of the dialogue around them mm. is that they're bringing rock back. And they're like, it's like, okay, but if you're, you're like a, a rock band, you got to have a good ba- ballad. You know, you got to have a power ballad. You got to have one. So I listened to their ballad and it just sounded like Nickelback, you know, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it sounded and but and then you're like, but I'd actually rather listen to Nickelback. Like, yeah, that's what know, I was saying about Daughtry. Let's like, get yeah. I, I just want to watch Photograph now, you know, yeah, Photograph. Look at this photograph. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, he, and, and Chad Kroger kills it in Photograph. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and, you know. Yeah. I'm all right with Monoskin. I don't think I'm the target demo. I, I don't no. know if I'd go as far to say that they're bringing rock back. No. If they are for people, I guess that's cool. Yeah. But, uh, for me, they're not. Their sound has is not new. Like, this is not a new... I feel like their sound is not bringing rock back. I think it's their no. look and their energy and their kind of, yeah. like, sexiness that yeah. people have missed in rock, I guess. And I, and I think know? that's fair. And I think yeah. that's, a, that's a better way to look at it. Um... Yeah, and they're not know. terrible, and they're not. Yeah, they're not terrible. Their they're music's not. pretty terrible. I'll say it. Their music is awful. Because <laughs> I'm I, like, I I would get they're they're having fun. They're sexy. They're like they've got all that going, but the, the they can't write. I mean, their songs are just like there's no there's no entrance to them. They're so constant and like in your face. Yes, there's no. For me, I'm like, there's no way to enter these songs. They're just kind of like coming at you in this way that's like not interesting. It's uh, mm. sorry, that's how I feel. Mm. I'm like, there's no. Mm. That's why I was like, can I go through a ballad? It's about no, nothing. Um, nothing. I just think their music is bad. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's, it's not great on this no. alone. But yeah, but I think you're all right. They are selling sexiness and energy mm-hmm. and fun, and uh, maybe that was missed. In, I think the, so. in the mainstream music scene. At least for rock. For, like as rap, far as rock goes. Rap yeah. has it. Like, world music yeah, has K-pop it. Yeah, K-pop is kind of fun. Yeah. Yes. K-pop <laughs> is a fun thing right now. Sure. They're selling fun. Yeah. Taylor Swift is selling fun. Yes. Yeah. But Taylor could be sexier. That's the thing. Taylor is not... I mean, she's... I mean, she, I don't know. I don't think she's really... Mm. I, I, mean, I guess guys think she's sexy, but for women, I, you know, she... I don't know. There's nothing... She's kind of buttoned up, if you ask me. Um, not in the yeah, definitely not in the same way Maniskin is. No, you know. not at all. Um, She's not wearing you know leather chaps and chokers. No, no, not at all. Um, anyway, yeah, I guess that's. Do I have anything else for Maniskin? I'm getting kind of lost in my notes here. Um, and then she left me again. Yeah, I love the den and the 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 th as as a d is probably the most interesting thing about their songs for me. Yeah, for me, it just really brings me back to Daughtry. <laughs> And I love Daughtry's story. You are an American Idol guy. I'm an American Idol guy. Uh, I'd rather listen to I'm Coming Home yeah. and think about how Daughtry was a struggling substitute teacher. Wow. Who got on American Idol. He'd been trying his whole... He was in his 30s at this point. He'd been trying his whole 20s. Yeah. And he got on American Idol and he made it work for him and his wife and their baby. And that's where you went with Madison. And that's where I went with Madison. Was going <laughs> happiness for Daughtry. Good for you, Daughtry. 
earned and respected on this end. Success earned, and I respect Daughtry. Yes, I'm um, the biggest fan of Daughtry there is. I gotta get, I gotta see them live and get a ton- concert shirt so I can wear it. There we go. I'm, that's my new bucket list. You hear item. that? 2024. 2024. <laughs> Daughtry, if you tour and you come to New York City or New Jersey, I will see you. Price price is not an issue. I will pay $8,000 to Daughtry if that is the cheapest seat. Because I need to see my guy Chris Daughtry live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm coming home. I honestly don't know. I feel like Daughtry for me, it's just that scene with Ken Marino from... I don't know what comedy movie it's in, but... We looked it up. It was... Uh, I think it was the... <laughs> Duplex starring like Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston. That sounds familiar. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, I think he plays like the brother. There's just one scene with where Ken Marino like pulls the like his giant SUV over and it's just like <laughs> singing to Daughtry and it's really, really funny. The best, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that was good. Anything else to say about Monskin? It really does sound like it's German for foreskin. I mean, yeah, I think that that probably is the biggest thing. And and a lot of their music sounds like it's like if you drew a car, if it was like a cartoon was singing monoskin, I think it would just be an uncircumcised dick, very erect and horny. (laughs) You know, like I'm begging and then she left me again. It's just this uncircumcised penis, just a struggling horny penis. Yes. Um, Yeah. That's what we all think of. Uh, it's some sexy rock and roll. Yeah, just a frustrated, uncircumcised cock. And that's what America <laughs> and the world loves. Might need at this point. Yeah. Everyone needs to unify around an uncircumcised Italian wiener. Yeah. Um, Clearly. That, I mean, it's just, it is kind of insane that they're like this popular. Like people, like what does the world want? They want a, a band that sounds like Maroon 5. But... <laughs> But looks like uh, androgynous Italians. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you bring up a good point because they, they're not necessarily easy listening, though. Like, that's the weird thing. Like, like you said, like, yeah. the songs are very, like, in your face and immediate. Yeah. And, like, if you don't immediately like it, you're just sitting through three minutes of something that you don't like. Yeah. Whereas, like, Maroon 5 is just kind of, like, almost background noise. So like, their pe- music at this point. The, like, the world wants an aggressive Maroon 5 with, yes. a, with an androgynous European look. And yeah, that's, that's... Who knew? Yeah, that is what the youth is looking for. Yeah, if not even the youth. I think it's like... like Really? Okay. I, I, I mean, I, was, okay. I guess they're marketed to the youth. I guess that's true. I guess so. I was thinking this is but, like a new, like, you know, teenage and early 20-something kids really blowing up Man- Mountaskin. That's so it. funny. For some reason, I was picturing. I could be like, totally wrong. Yeah, I, I no, know. you're probably right. I mean, they're at the VMAs. That's the clearly VMAs. that's clearly who they're being marketed to. For some reason, I just thought it was like horny, like middle aged women. But that's it could, probably I, you know I'm sure there are not. you know I'm sure there's definitely some moms yeah of I, all I, ages I, maybe who might maybe. like might be excited by Monoskin. I don't know. They might yeah. find the uh, they need some mystery in their life, and Monoskin gives them that. Yeah, drop off the kids, you know, on the on the ride back home. They're just listening to like, I'm begging, <laughs> I'm begging, I'm coming for you. And then she left me again. <laughs> yeah, God, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't think I'm the the, the target market, but they are sexy. <laughs> <laughs> they are. God damn it, they're sexy. <laughs> God damn it, they're hot. Those androgynous Italians, I'll tell you. Wow. If, yeah. Uh, yes. I, they, 
Yes, that's all I'll say. Yes. All right. Speaking of sexy rock and roll. Wow. We're trudging along here. In this all music episode, you're welcome. Yes. Um, So the Rolling Stones... The Stones, um, R.I.P. Charlie Watts, have continued. Who are who was Charlie Watts? He was there. The he was the drummer. Yeah, um, he was the drummer. He died, I think, recently. recently. Kind of, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and so the Stones came out with a new song and a new video, <laughs> and aren't we lucky? Um, the song is called "Angry." Is that what it's the song is called "Angry"? It's called "Angry," <laughs> and it is an angry song. It is an angry. Oh God! <laughs> there it is. We'll just get a quick listen. Why not? I mean, okay. It's the Stones. It's not the worst. No. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Can I start a new conspiracy? Another conspiracy? This whole episode's me Justin starting conspiracies. Is curious with a Q. I'm curious with a Q. My yeah. this is my conspiracy theory 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 for angry. Okay. As you can tell, I've smoked a lot of weed today, so I can't say conspiracy theory right. <laughs> Uh, my conspiracy theory uh, for the Rolling Stones angry is that this isn't the Rolling Stones at all. Mm. This is a band that sounds a lot like the Rolling Stones that mm. they're just paying a lot of money to mm-hmm. to just make this song and they're the Rolling Stones and they just get like Mick Jagger out in front of a green screen just doing like, I don't get angry with me. <laughs> Go Mick, go! Yes. Out! <laughs> yeah, he rooster, just, rooster, yeah, out! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's my conspiracy theory that I'm, th- I'm I'm spreading. I do think Mick Jagger sounds great in this. He does. I really do. For like 80 years old, he sounds tremendous. He's doing it. I mean, yeah. When I, I watched the video and I was like, immediately I was like, this is some Viagra energy and I don't hate it. This you is know? some Viagra energy. It yeah. is some high energy old guy and wow, it's yeah. not the worst. It's not the worst. It gives me hope that I have 47 years of fucking left. <laughs> All right, there you <laughs> that's, go. That's, speaking of Viagra, wow. energy, you know, <laughs> great, yeah. Just, just, just got to be like old Mick out there. Just, you know, he had. Don't a Don't ba- get angry <laughs> with me. He's in a long term relationship with a thirty seven year old. I believe she is. I think he they is. had a baby like five years ago or four years ago. I don't think Mick Jagger is monogamous, even in his old age. Like, no, has, no, not at all. I think he has multiple like steady women that he, that he spends time with. Yeah. No, like. I'm just saying this is like, like he's, he, he's with this girl. They have a baby. Oh yeah. I, I agree. He's probably not, uh, loyal. Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, it, it's a high energy. It's a Viagra energy and, and I, I don't hate it. You know, it's just, no, like, it's really not, Terrible. It's for it's like a horny senior citizen rock star jam, <laughs> you know, like they're doing it. And so the video starring Sydney Sweeney, current it girl, the current it girl of America, Sydney Sweeney. <sighs> okay, and the video is like very confusing because it's trying to be sexy. You know, she's she's on she's so the video is just like all the it's I think they're driving down Sunset Boulevard. It's all the billboards in L.A. and the billboards are just kind of like old retro uh, images of the Stones singing. And then... <laughs> Jagger's face is like, don't get angry with it. Yeah. He's, he's like, he looks like uh, uh, like the old Conan, Late Night with Conan bit where the guy, like Robert Schmeigel, is just doing the... Uh, oh, insult the comic dog? No? No, remember when they used to do, they would have like, it would be like Saddam Hussein and whoever, uh, Bill Clinton. He would do Bill Clinton a lot and it was oh. just like a picture of Bill Clinton's face but the mouth would move. Yes, yeah. yeah. That's what it looks like in this music video. I think I blocked out the current image of the stones whenever it comes like because did 
You so you yeah you were just just took you right back to like seventy stuff. Well, because that's what they're doing. I mean, most of the images of them. That's true. No, you're right. They're using old. It was retro yeah. images yeah. of them. So like, as Sydney Sweeney is driving, or she's not driving, she's kind of like sitting in the car, being driven down Sunset Boulevard as they pass these billboards, and it's just like all these old, uh, like retro images of the Stones performing this song, and um, Sydney Sweeney is. She, you're like, I think she's sexy, but also her outfit is so cartoonish. Can I, can I say she's unbelievably unsexy in this video? It's so confusing. It doesn't help her cause that they make her just keep going. Okay, so yeah, yeah, the the, the like lip syncing the entire time. She's lip syncing, but she's also doing like the drunk influencer at the party move constantly, where she's just throwing her hands up in the air, sticking out her tongue as her hair blows back. You know, it's just like a and drunk like three, influencer. Yeah, yeah. And then they're making her wear this like kind of like like uh, like female hair metal outfit that's like kind of sexy, but then the pants are like star chaps, you know? Yeah. So you're like, is she, is she like, it's very, it's just very um, cartoonish, you know? And so she's doing these like drunk influencer moves and then she kind of like leans over the back of the car so her boobs kind of like almost fall out of her top and it's like, <laughs> it's a lot of work just to get some cleavage. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is, Sydney Sweeney doesn't need all this fuss. Like, she's hot. She doesn't need to be wearing like a Lita form, like a Lita Ford outfit, and then making her like drive in all this wind and like hair metal shit. Like it's just, it's very awkward. It it doesn't fit. I feel like it's just, it's yeah, it, and it's also just like cut, cut to Sydney Sweeney, cut to Billboard, cut to Sw- Sydney Sweeney, cut <laughs> yeah, to Billboard, yeah. cut to Sydney Sweeney, cut to Billboard. That's the it's entire so music repetitive. Video. That's the entire music video. And when I was watching it, I was like, this reminds me of the, um, did you see, they, they did this exact same video, basically, with um, Kristen Stewart, like, six years ago, for another new the Stone Rolling song. The Rolling Stones did? Yes. Wow, no, I didn't and see that. And it's the similar, because I, I, I watched it, and it's it was like, like... Kristen Stewart being sexy? Exactly. She's being sexy, driving a stick shift. Wow. She's driving a stick shift while lip syncing to this girl the stones. drive stick yeah is that a oh maybe that's a maybe that's a dick you know she knows how to ride stick exactly huh? yeah. yeah it's like she's gay leave her alone um <laughs> god i mean yeah so like they this is and it's the same thing where it's like she's a sexy girl in a car and then billboard shots of like the rolling stones it's very strange i feel like this is kind of like they're just rolling out what they know works you know yeah you know i mean i guess i appreciate sydney sweeney in the video because they're going so throwback stones and then sydney sweeney's like the new tit girl in the mm. world of ass like sydney sweeney has emerged as the new titty girl yeah and she's in. kind of a throwback to like old rock and roll just like a blonde stick with tits right uh so she kind of fits the music video that way but I, at the same time i do feel like it's a little bit of a miley cyrus goes rocker where it just doesn't fit like, like i think she's like a southern girl like uh, you know i just think the outfit is so weird the outfit's and not helping her her hair doesn't look great it, it's it's a lot and then the only way you really like she has you know really beautiful boobs but like they don't even feature them in a way that's like aesthetically appealing like i feel like the way mm. we mostly see them is when she's bent over backwards like leaning back in the car and it's like her boobs almost fall into her and it face it almost makes them look fake yeah, from it, that angle it's just it's i don't know is that sexy it's just a long way to get cleavage like you could just put her in a like a low-cut tank top and have the same effect and just you know she doesn't yeah. have to do a fucking gymnastics move over the back of the car but you know but would it have been sexy <laughs> i don't know if, if she wasn't doing the gymnastics 
yeah. kick of the hair back, rolling back like that. And she's wearing a Lita Ford hair metal outfit for some reason. It's just very strange. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah. It's I confusing, don't know. but I guess when we're, we're you know, things are going to get confusing when a rock band's been around for 50 plus years. I like, know. it's going to get weird. I know. But it's also like they know what their audience wants. It's just retro images of when the Stones were yeah. like sexier than the girls you know what i mean mm, like they were wow. almost more hot than the women in the world at that you know what i mean they like wore female clothes better than like at yeah. one point when keith richards was dating um what's it pa- anita pallenberg he was like wearing her clothes and he she, he like wow. looked better in them than she did you know wow. they were like they totally had so it's like i feel like so now they kind of like use their old image with like a current hot girl that seems to be their like their mo, you yeah, know? And that's true. I I didn't know, wasn't aware of the Kristen Stewart uh, video. So yeah. yeah, now they've done this twice. They've done this twice. So and I just we're feel good. like we got something to look forward to when they're eighty five compared to eighty. You know? Yeah, five years from now, who knows what, who it's going to be? You know, who's yeah. who's getting in that car? Who knows? Yeah, like what girl who's like fourteen now? I'm not saying. I'm not <laughs> yeah, going there. We are not going there. Time's in five up. years. The 87-year-old Stones are going to have some 19-year-old Good there. God. Yeah. It's going to be like Cindy Sweeney's daughter or something. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a lot. And then, like, the video, so it, like, it goes all the way from, like, day to night. And at the end of the... I didn't get through the whole music video. Oh, I, wow. I, I okay. really, I really went... I was like, okay. No, I'm it. glad you did. Thank you. And so, like, as it gets into night, she kind of, like... So she's still doing her, like, influencer at the party move, you know, where she's just sticking her hand up in the air and sticking her tongue out. But then she, like, crawls to the front of the car and wow. does the influencer at the party, sticks her hand up puts her tongue out and kicks. So she's it's like she's adding something to it with the kicks. <laughs> so now she's kicking. Yeah, so it's like that's why she's a pro cuz she she always a, yeah. brings something. You know, she's an artist. And then um, And you know that she that was probably like two 16-hour days for her filming that music it's video. It's just insanity. Yeah. yeah. And then at one point she even just like rests her head on the window and you're like, "You know what? It is hard to be hot." She's tired. Wow. Look she's at this. Tired. Yeah, she it's it's tough to be that it's it's not easy to do the influ- hot influencer at the party move all day for two days. No, we, we saw it in the idol. We <laughs> saw it with Jocelyn in the idol. It, her feet were probably bleeding. Her tits were probably chafed. I mean, this was, this video was kind of the idol. It was a little... It was a little Jocelyn, yeah. It, it was a little Jocelyn, very yeah. much so. Yeah. yeah. God. Do you know, I feel like the only... It was like, we liked the idol and Grimes. Those oh, were the God. two people... Oh my god, I recently... I didn't even know what Grimes sounded like. Have you ever heard Grimes? I've never heard Grimes talk. It's no. wild. Is she European or is she American? No, she's very anxious. She's like a very anxious person. She's constantly talking like this. And she's okay, just like, wow. I have all these theories about space. And actually, you know, like, um, what we're going to do about like all the, the birth... I, I've been reading a lot about like the birth rate and everything. And I really think like she's like that. Wow, like god. she's very anxious and has all these like ideas. And uh, wow. it's just... she's Apparently, she's stalking... She's like in Silicon Valley right now, like stalking AI technology. That's what she's doing. Well, there, there she goes. Yeah, and she just had another baby with Elon. I know they have three kids now. Yeah, look at those. Look at the happy couple. Yeah. Elon Musk and Grimes doing it, saving the planet from its from, <laughs> yeah, its, from its devastating low birth rate. <laughs> they're doing it. Yeah, their children are going to save the world. Not enough people here. There is certainly not enough. There's and not we need enough. Three. Grimes and three Elon Musks. Th- that's, More of them. Yeah, yeah. they're going to save the planet. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, so it's us and Grimes. We're the only two people who like the idol. That's crazy. Um, I never thought that I'd be disassociated with Grimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, it, but you know, I stand behind my opinion on the idol. It was a great show. It was a great show. And I think everyone is an idiot. And it was well ahead of its time. And in 15 years, it's really going to blow up. I think, I, I think I think so. I think, I think a, in the future, it's going to like be one of those shows that like blows up in the future. Because it, it was too ahead of its time. Cult classic. Yes. Yeah. A true cult classic. Yeah. Not, you know, not Reinfeld. The Nicolas Cage vampire movie that was forced upon, like that was created to be a cult classic. Yeah, they keep doing that with like um, Cocaine Bear too. Yeah, it's Cocaine like, Bear. Yeah, you can't, it's like, you can't start it off by selling it to us as, as a, cult a cult classic. Yeah, no, like, it doesn't make sense. No, like no. it needs to be, it needs to bomb first and then be discovered. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like that's, yeah. it can't, it can't be sold as a joke first. No, it's ridiculous. No, ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, so look at us and Grimes uh, ahead yeah. of our time as far as our pop culture taste goes yeah the one pop star who is stalking ai technology we have the same taste what does that the... mean stalking ai technology yeah that beats me I don't know. <laughs> okay That's yeah what... so these are this is this, these are just the words out there yeah Grimes is out there stalking ai technology yeah I, I don't know she talked about what it meant but it just meant that she yeah i don't know she's she's just very um she's just one of those people you know yeah. who's just like really into like talking fast <laughs> i mean she just talks really fast like that's yeah. what she seems to do I, I i yeah i didn't really absorb really anything she said i, I know yeah i know like nothing about her i, I know me neither very I'm, nothing about her i never i was like trying to do a julia fox impression so i was listening to her podcast which is felt a lot did julia fox do it was it like julia fox on yeah okay. julia fox is a podcast with this um like they hosted together yes it's like a, this girl nikki takesh i think she was like a tumblr star Wow. Nikki Takesh, and so her and Julie Fox have a podcast, and they interviewed Grimes, a two-parter. And, uh, oh, so Grimes did their podcast. Yes, okay. Grimes did their podcast, and it was, uh, it's a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, too. They talk about, like, mental health all the time, and then on the podcast, it just revealed that, like, the two hosts, Nikki Takesh and uh, Julie Fox, neither of them go to therapy. They just get, like, antidepressants <laughs> and smoke a lot, and, and Julie Fox smokes a lot of weed. It's like, they're, they're talking about mental health all the time, and then they neither of them can really do therapy. Wow. Or they do. Yeah. I mean, not like they should, but I was just kind of like, you, you no, okay, okay. But they both had like they both anyway. I'm like, I don't want to get I don't want to go there. But. Well, you know, look at Julia Fox, uh, mental health doing, activist, doing the work to yes. help her own mental health, using her platform as apparently taking everyone. antidepressants. Yeah, no, I think she's off them. Once she she said once she had a child, she didn't need them anymore. But she just needs weed. So. Which to me, that's key for she. Well, I'm, yeah, that's yeah, why we. Yeah. I'm, just anyway. gonna, I'm just gonna steer clear of that one. Tangent done. Okay. I love Julia Fox. What a stand-up person. I do love Julia Fox. I, yeah. I do love her, <laughs> yeah. but uh, she's. Uh, I think I've said it before. And had great uncut. She was great in uncut gems. She was great. She's. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she's. Yeah, I don't know her as an actress. Um, I just know her as um, as Julia Fox. I don't know. Yeah, influencer, eyebrow. Uh, bleached eyebrows, you know, that's yeah. her main thing. Well, I think we should have gotten her in this Rolling Stones video. I know. And maybe over, I think that would have been a better match over Sydney Sweeney. Get Julia Fox back there. I don't know. I mean, Julia Fox basically, I, I think I think she's a little too alt for the Stones. Like, mm. I don't, She's her, too rock and roll for the Stones. At this well, point. her whole thing too is that she's, she doesn't want to like adhere to any like traditional female aesthetic stereotypes, you know? So like, oh. I, I just think that's not going to fly with Stones fans. You know? Yeah, that's They right. want uh, Sydney yeah. Sweeney. In they a, need a, the blonde with tits. In a Get her out there. Yeah. 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 Get her out there. Yeah. Yeah. The song, it's not bad, but 
but it, you know, it is kind of like nice to see the Stones still. I don't know. I, I, you know, it's, I'm, I I'm know. genuinely impressed by it. I, yeah. I think for how old these guys are, it really sounds it's good. It's yeah. not bad. I don't know if this is. It's. I don't know if it's completely smoke and mirrors, and they don't nearly sound this good, really. But um, like musically, it sounds good. Yeah, his voice for eighty sounds great. Yeah, uh, I'm, I give it a thumbs up. And it's not about like fucking. It is about like just being angry, which I feel like a lot of the, their fans who are of the you know boomer age, they probably have a lot of like you know progressive Gen Z people around them that are angry with them. So it, they are playing to their audience. You oh, know what wow, I mean? Look at that. Right. Yeah. The, the whole song is just about anger. Don't get angry with me. Yeah, yeah. so it, it could be an anthem for their fans, you know. It could their... be, I think it's the new anthem of the Rolling Stone fans who have had enough. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they need to get, they need to let it out. Yeah. Singing about getting angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've had it up to here with society. Those... And then the Stones are giving them an outlet to, to let it out. Don't with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mick Jagger's the best. Mm. Uh, little fact by us, you know, she's Stones, I'm Beatles, yeah. but I think undeniably the Stones are great. Yeah, I love, uh, God, yeah, I do love Stones. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the only, like, in my house, the only thing, my parents did not listen to music. My mother would listen to the Beatles, like, very, mm. on a very low volume in the car, and it would kind of drive me nuts. But then my friend Tina's mom, she was a Stones fan, and wow, she would, like, there. blast the Stones. There you go. And that's where I got, like, yeah, my love from the Stones from her. Um, she would also play, like, ACDC, like, all the time. She, just, she had really good taste in music. I think it's pretty much the exact opposite with me. Like, I think my... I think my mom was a little more of a Stones fan than a Beatles fan, but I don't think either of them were really Stones or Beatles people. Yeah, your family, your your parents were like seventies, I mean, like, like, yeah, like Bruce, yeah, Bruce, Neil Young. Uh, I mean, my mom loves like Elvis Costello, like Warren uh, Zevon, Warren Zevon, Elvis <laughs> Costello. Yeah, like that's the music I grew up with. But your parents were music people, music people, definitely yeah. like hardcore I mean, more than I. I kind of like I think I I think that was almost my like rebellion. Mm. was just like I'm like I'm not music and you were into hip hop too I was into rap but yeah. yeah I was like really into rap but I was into classic rock that's not true because I, yeah. I was really into classic rock when I was like a teenager uh, but if your parents had been into the Beatles do you think you would have had the same relationship with the Beatles you know it depends so my parents were really into Bruce and I love Bruce mm, so I'm like I might have still just loved them anyway yeah. like my parents were really into Bruce Neil Young uh, and I love like Bruce and Neil Young mm. yeah um, Elvis Costello I could kind of do without I know, no offense Elvis, Elvis Costello, Costello yeah I, I like Elvis Costello. He's got some songs that are all right. I can't listen I to him them. on yeah. my own. Like, by myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I just... I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I agree. He never, like... He never excited me. I was never excited. Warren, I, like, I love Warren Zevon. Like, that's another one of my parents that, like, rubbed us on. So I may have still loved the Beatles. Mm. But yeah, Beatles didn't really play in my house. And then when I was, like, in my, in my 20s with my group of, like, college friends, we, like... We get really high and have like a like a, a year and a half strong strong. all we listen to like was the Beatles. Look at that! And it was very good. Just bo- some male bonding. Some male bonding with <laughs> it was like what I shouldn't say only Beatles. Somebody listened to a lot of like Kanye and Fifty Cent and. Uh, so it's the Beatles and hip hop. The Beatles and hip hop. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. That's some lovely male bonding. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was my late teens, early twenties. Wow. Just, just smoking blunts on the streets of New Jersey in my friend Brad's car. My friend John's car, we got pulled over by the police once. Ooh, bad boys. And if we, you know, we were lucky to be white, I think. Yeah. That night. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. Always. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. They, they ripped apart my friend John's car like crazy trying to find weed. Oh. But we did, they couldn't, we didn't have 
physically we didn't physically have any on us. We had just like smoked and then threw the roach out the like. That's good. So we had nothing on us. So they ripped part of the car. And we were like, they put my friend Brad in the back of the cop car because they, oh they thought he was giving an agit. Again, this is where I'm like, I think we were lucky that we were white. Otherwise, yeah. it could have gotten way more physical than it did. Yeah. God. Uh, potentially deadly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Brad got thrown into the back of the cop car. And me and John were just standing there. And after about 45 minutes on the side of the highway of them, like, ripping oh through God. the car. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was, it was, like, wild. We were so high. And the one, the, like, the head cop finally came over and he was like, all right, well... I gotta give you guys a ticket for your headlight because I can't have you pulled over this far and give you nothing. Like, like he was like, I need to justify having you guys on the side of the highway for like an hour. Oh god! And having so many, there were there were so many cop cars. They thought, yeah, it was like crazy. Oh my uh, god! This is like a bougie part of New Jersey, like Shrewsbury, New Jersey. We were like, we were, we were older than twenty one. Uh, I don't know how my friend didn't get a DUI because we were clearly high, but I guess they couldn't prove it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're high, you're not drunk. You can, you can't. There's not a breathalyzer, no. and you know, so I guess there's no way to really prove it. So, did uh, they pull you over because you guys were driving slow? Or something? I think they just kind of saw three, three guys, guys yeah. you know, and my yeah, and, and then they found a reason to get us pulled over, which is my friend's taillight, and then they gave him a ticket for the taillight. Yeah, totally ripped his car apart, like oh, God. just like ripped the seats up, like it was crazy. They probably had like quotas. To, oh yeah, I'm know, sure. And I knew they things. thought they were gonna like nail us, and they were so pissed off that we had no weed in the car. They were like furious. That's one thing I don't. And they miss. probably wanted to confiscate it for themselves. Like yeah. honestly, yeah. I, like, I don't miss that about living in the suburbs. Is like no. the cops have nothing to do, and you're just like driving, and all of a sudden it's like it was chaos. Uh, all of a sudden, just pulled yeah. over on the side of like this main highway. It was like oh my god. Yeah. Just standing there for like 45 minutes. That's uh, terrifying. Yeah. So that was that was our early 20s. Um, music and while well, we listen to like Kanye and like Ratatat. Do you remember Ratatat? I thought it was Ratatat Tat. Was it Ratatat Tat? Ratatat Tat, whatever they were. We used to listen to them. I used to like get, uh, this is humiliating. I used to like get high in freestyle trying to be funny to Ratatat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ratatat. It's Ratatat. Oh, it's, oh my God. I'm such a loser. I was like, it's Ratatat Tat. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it was definitely into, yeah, we were definitely into Ratat. Wow, you would freestyle? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's like, so cute. So stoned. Oh, that's cute. It was a great time. By yourself or to your friends? No, my friends. Like Brad. Okay, it would be okay, like me, okay. Brad, okay. and John. I... And we'd be like smoking a blunt and okay. then like, or like we'd be parked in a parking lot smoking weed and we'd yeah. be playing like Ratat and then I would like freestyle and we would like all laugh at oh, it. Oh my God. Justin was in a uh, rap group in... In high know, school. This That was even school. prior to this. That was prior to my wow. Ratat freestyling days. Some Project Jazz, Project Justin and my friend Zephyr. Shout out Zephyr. Uh, and we had some good stuff on MySpace Music. Yeah. What, what was your... Oh, Project Jazz. That was the... Project Jazz. Project yeah. Justin and Zephyr. That oh. was the name. Project Jazz. Right. There it is. That's excellent. So yeah. that was the crew name. Uh, we, nice. we had pictures of us in the Uni Beach waterfront. Oh my God. This is Iconic amazing. on MySpace. I think... I've looked it up. I think our MySpace music has been wiped. I think like MySpace just dumped music wow. accounts if you hadn't logged in an X amount of time. Uh, but there was some good stuff there. Wiggle Your Bums, our big hit. Wow. Wiggle Your Bums. Wow. It was a pretty good song. Wiggle your bums. So the chorus was wiggle your bums and do as I do. Get on the floor and ooh, ooh. Don't stop shake your boobies too. You know we like it. Ooh, ooh. That was that was the chorus. Wow. It's pretty good. Poetry. It's poetry right there. It is. From the heart. From the heart. Uh, we really got the people going. 
Amazing. Uh, and I, you know, we, we, we should have stuck with it. I used to have fantasies at that time when I was 16 that we'd be performing at the VMAs with, and like the wild boys would be there. Speaking oh, of the VMAs, oh my God. That, is so <laughs> that was like my, my dream at that time. That is so that Sweet. we'd be doing a musical performance and the Wild Boys would be out Who's there. Who's that? And we'd Chris be Pontius yeah. and yeah, we jamming with Chris Pontius and Steve-O. That <laughs> oh my was, God. That was my, that was like my, like, nothing could be better than Dare that. to dream. That was my dare to dream when dare I was 16 years old. Yeah. God, I don't, I have, I have no recollection of any dreams I had when I was 16. Sorry, yeah, well, hey, I, you weren't in Project Jazz. If, no, if you had I been wasn't. In, uh, you know, you, you played trumpet. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we have we have musical pasts. That's yeah. what we're trying to get at. Yeah, I, I did. I was in the marching band until I was a sophomore, and then I was like, you know what? This is not going to help me in high school. I got to stop this. <laughs> just, if I want to get laid at all, I got to put the trumpet down. You Unfortunately, know. Unfortunately, you had to put the trumpet had down to, to find a boyfriend, down. and I didn't. I did not. I well, found. Uh, I found. I found myself. You uh, eventually found me. Yeah. So, so brought me I, to you. I appreciate as as Sydney Sweeney shakes her ass on the phone. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a great. Oh, music episode of Entertainment Entertainment. Listen to me. Oh my god. He sounds good. Like for 80, he really does sound good. Yeah. I don't know if this is heavily edited and filtered, but. Alright, well, that was an entertaining uh, podcast with the entertaining conversation about entertainment. With comedians Justin Angermeyer and Kayla McKee. I'm Kayla McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. This is Angry by the Rolling Stones. Get into it.